Welcome to the Homeschooling Through High School podcast. We hope you will join us for a time that will inspire, support, challenge, and encourage you, our fellow homeschooling families, through the high school years. Join me, Becky Simpkins, as I get to sit down and chat with special guests that will bring a wide range of wisdom, experience, and stories to help you on your homeschooling journey. Welcome to part two of my conversation with Joy Vanderlee on dealing with disappointments. Joy and I rabbit trailed a bit, and so if this episode seems a bit choppy, just know I had to edit out parts where we were sharing more personal stories about our kids in regards to the dealing with disappointments issue. If you have any questions, comments, or need prayer and encouragement, please reach out to me at ht hspodcast at gmail.com. I also think that we put so much expectation on ourselves to be perfect and to, to do all the things. And we feel the burden and responsibility of being a home educator. Mm -hmm. But if we aren't also resting in the fact that the Holy Spirit is the prime educator and we are coming alongside to partner with him, then we're bearing too much of a burden which can lead to those unrealistic expectations of ourselves and our children. So um, trust, trusting that God is going to continue the work is so important. I had a time in my life when one of my children just was doing okay in school, but it was such a struggle for us. He just did not really want to hear anything I had to say. He did his schoolwork, um, but if it was hard for him, he would just shut down completely and not even try. That was very difficult. I did not know how to handle it, and I don't think that I handled it well. And our relationship took much time to recover. I have a shutter downer. Yeah. Shutter downers are hard. It's actually easier if they explode and let it all out. And then you can deal with it. But when someone just shuts down, there's literally nothing you can do. Mm -hmm. They have to process it in their own way and in their own time. Well, everyone does. But it's easier if they allow you to come alongside of them to do so. And we want to teach our kids good coping skills. Which is not always easy if we're not pursuing holiness. For lack of a better word, if we are not in pursuit of, if we're not repenting, if we don't have a life of repentance and um, humbleness and gratitude, Mm -hmm. our kids pick up on that. Yeah. How grateful are we that we get to do this, this journey of home education? Not only does it do amazing things for our children but if we allow it it refines us as well Mm -hmm. and causes us to be the people God has called us and sets us on our own journey of education and enjoyment Mm -hmm. and right I call call it the re-education of Becky yes (laughs) yes because I'm getting educated in multiple areas Mm -hmm. I have a question when our kids are disappointed in us. 
or disappointed in their own education because they feel they're missing out. Mm. My kids have nothing to compare it to. Right. Other than stories from friends or my stories of being mine and their dads of being public schooled. And how how would you deal with that? Their disappointment. Their disappointment in their own education. I think at first I would ask, is this a valid concern? Have I let them down? Because that's possible. Sometimes we let life overcome us and we have not done a good job of pursuing our duty as a home educator. We only have them for a certain amount of time. This is true. Mm-hmm. And perhaps they haven't applied themselves or perhaps yeah. we have not supplied all that was needed. So first, do they have a valid concern? And then I would try to rectify it, of course. But also, you said if they're disappointed in me as a teacher, that is heartbreaking. Because especially for a home-educating parent, we've put life on hold for the most part. I mean, maybe you haven't. And there is reason for your kid to have some, like you're supposed to be doing this and you're not, you dropped the ball. Okay. Again, we need to be able to recognize when there's truth in what our kids say, but maybe our kid is just hurt and maybe they're just going through a hard time. We have to not take it so personal. We're supposed to be the mature ones. If you are taking it really personal, then deal with it. Either apologize to your child and rectify the situation or recognize that they're speaking out of their own hurt and don't take it on. Both of those can be true at the same time as well. Yeah. But I think it shouldn't matter if our kid is speaking truth to us. We still have a choice, just like they have a choice of how we're going to react to truth. Comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. Whether we're comparing ourselves to other people or our kids are comparing themselves to fun things they see other people right. doing or perceive other yes. people are doing. But also, I think this is part of <laughs> learning to be content. Like you had, as an introvert, you learned to be content in a highly social season and to survive it and even to thrive in it. And our kids also have the opportunity to learn how to survive and thrive in situations that aren't as wonderful as they want them to be, aren't as busy as they want them to be. I've actually heard so many times of parents who know that they're giving their children a better education at home and give in to the pressure from their own kids to send them just for socialization. Like there are so many other ways that you can mm-hmm. give your child social interactions rather than sending them to a subpar school. Exactly. There just are. You will have to work harder. Yes. Yep. And, and I did I did offer that to this child of, hey, I, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You want more social stuff. So mm-hmm. you're already doing three days yeah. a week. Mm-hmm. Why don't we plan a fun thing to do on the weekend yes. and have everybody over? But also you're teaching management skills. How do you manage the expectations you have for yourself without being 
um, disappointed in me as your mother. It really has nothing to do with what I'm providing for you, but we can work together to figure out something that will benefit you. While also keeping in mind that I'm managing our whole family, our whole household, and I have lots of different things I'm juggling. And there's only so much of me. Because there is. Mm-hmm. Each of us are limited in our scope. And I found that my kids are like me in that they just need me to say, if you want to pursue this or if you want to do this thing why don't you go ahead and look into it you can do this you are in charge of your own um education education yes how much do you want to put into it I have a child who did not put forth much effort last year and realizes it this year and that's part of the reason why our two of our three days of school have been amazing, mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Ownership. Mm-hmm. I think just having that mindset shift of ownership in our children can lead to amazing days. Yeah. She didn't stay in the disappointment. No. She made a change. Yeah, reset, don't repeat. I, I do feel ever more strongly every year, even as I'm tutoring, the brevity of this time that we have with our kids. I have three adults. Uh, I don't regret spending all of that time investing into them. Do I feel or think that now they are repaying me for that investment? No. That has sometimes disappointed me that they don't see and appreciate all that I put into them and I want them to. I'm just being very real and vulnerable. Yeah, that that happens. I know so many amazing veteran homeschool moms who have graduated and poured into their children and the relationship isn't the same with their kids as adults. Do they have regrets about home educating? No. Do they necessarily feel that the investment is coming back to them immediately or even with five years or 10 years? Not necessarily. I don't know. I still think it's worth it. I still built up that person. I did what the Lord told me to do. It could be an eternal investment reward that I see and not one here. Okay, I can live with that or I will learn to live with that. That's hard because it is hard. You want to envision the continuing closeness, yes. which yes. we spend a lot of time with our children, yes. day and night, night and day. And so, if you don't have a good relationship, it's miserable. Um, yes. But because we want to like being with our children and we want them to like being with us, we do a lot of work to create a good environment and I guess this is part of managing expectations they are born persons they will become adults they will find their own niche and place in this world and some things mom gets to come along with and other things not not yeah that's exactly where I am right now and my kids just told me this like two weeks ago 
uh, we were like, what, what would happen if something died? Would you, one of you guys want our property? And we've lived there for 20 years. We built our house ourselves. It was a wonderful place to raise our children. They all put up both hands and said, yes, we love our home. But do they come back for every little thing? They've moved away, far away. No. <laughs> That's hard for me. But at the same time, I raise them to be independent and to go off and to make their own home. And they, and they have. <laughs> and they are. Yes. That's an investment I made that literally pushed my children away from me. I think that's what mothers are supposed to do. I don't want to be a controlling, manipulative mom who would try to keep her children close to their detriment. Mm -hmm. I... I was the one who trained them to fly and now they need to fly and sometimes they don't come back yeah yeah <laughs> every season right yep that's true that can be a difficult thing to walk through and and then I know other moms you know whose kids aren't walking with the Lord and they're in that season of of prayerful intercession for their children's souls as they see them living in making sinful choices and whatever that that is a disappointing season but again our children are a gift given to us by god we can do our best and we do make mistakes and we should repent of our mistakes when we know you know what i did this and i can see it caused trauma and you were pain in you and i'm sorry admit it repent of it and your kid has to work out their relationship with the lord that's very difficult. That's a hard season. I, I just want to be real and say, yep, I know that that is a real thing for many home educating parents. This is no guarantee. Mm -mm. Your kid was not meant to be a cookie cutter of you or you and your spouse or of your spouse. They are going to make their own choices and decisions. Hopefully we've given them all that they need to do to make right decisions, right choices every day. But they're still the freedom to choose <sighs> letting go <laughs> trusting the lord yes grace abounds as you may have noticed there is no longer a patron subscription option i decided i want to keep management of the podcast easier and all content freely accessible so that meant changing from a subscription option to a listener support option. If you do want to give to this podcast, you can support us by clicking the listener support link in the show notes. If you do choose to give, thank you so very much. May God bless you for your generosity.